Three by five live podcast. Thanks for being with me today, Jesse. Oh, you're welcome. I appreciate that. In our home. In our home. We spoke last week about flourishing within teams, corporations. Jesse did a fantastic job breaking that down. Um, the wonderful audience, actually, a few people reached out to us about working with our corporations, which was not the intent, but very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, we're we're excited to to work with those people and hopefully others. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So today. We are talking about time management. <laughs> Woo! So excited. Um, I was looking at um, time management through the lens of how, you know, time and overwhelm, again, is one of the most, um, is one of the greatest indicators of stress and how we, it, it brings stress into our lives and our days. Well, also, I love thinking about time from you can lose your fortune, lose your wealth, and you can earn it back. You can lose your health and you can get it back. You know, yeah. But time is fleeting. Time is going by. So how are you utilizing it? Most people utilize it as, oh, this is what I'm scheduling, um, and analyzing it from this is what I'm doing at nine, ten, noon, what have you. Um, and one uh, book that we've read in the past was Peter Drucker's book, The Effective Executive. Uh, executive. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he breaks it down. Reversing that operation. So if you want to kind of dive into that a little, Jesse. Yeah, something that I love to um, look about from the three aspects of that of his work is um, he talks about the idea of tracking. And so I think a lot of us don't recognize where we might have some pockets of free time within our days and our schedules because we just feel like it's so jam-packed and so busy. And so the first step in his process is to take a day and as you go through that day to track it almost like a nutrition, like when you're tracking your nutrition for like a food journal or something. So every like hour you would track what you've done in that hour. And the hopes is that you're looking for these periods of time where you're doing something that maybe isn't serving you in a way that is helpful for from a time management standpoint. So the next piece is manage or eliminate. So then you look at those distractions, you know, am I picking up my phone um, to play some type of like game or something, or am I watching TV for an extended period of time? Or, you know, am I um, entering in a conversation with a colleague or colleague, right. That is like, you know, maybe even toxic to like my flow and it's not like helping with whatever. So it's supposed to be recognizing Mm -hmm. where are some pockets that you might be able to get back in terms or prioritize, I guess, for your own whether it be self-care goals or, you know, just things that bring you happiness and joy. And then the third step is to consolidate. And what this step is supposed to indicate is where are there periods in your day where you can get chunks of time for productivity? Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, from the teacher standpoint, this used to be during my planning period or, you know, at the end of the day or even before the kids would get there in the morning, you know, I would look at those pockets of time and I would structure them in a way that I knew I could get like my biggest bang for my buck. So I would shut my door, you know, I would eliminate the distractions yes. of people coming in. I would write out like my top three things things that I wanted to get done in that first 15, 20 minutes. And I refused to check email. That was like the biggest thing for me because I could get sucked into the black hole of email so quickly. Um, so just, it gives you that like designing your day in a way that will optimize not only your productivity, but like your mental, you know, physical well-being too. Yeah. And I mean, I think the biggest aha is doing the elimination process in the sense of tracking what you're actually doing in a day. And it's going to just reveal so much wasted time. Because there's like, there's 168 hours in a week, right? 
So that's a lot of hours if you think about it. And obviously you're sleeping for some of those, but that still leaves a significant amount of time in our days that you might be able to um, figure out ways to kind of fill it. Yeah. And then when you're consolidating, I mean, Peter Drucker is insanely successful individual. And, you know, we're looking for chunks of like an hour and a half of focus blocks. I mean, he's doing half days, days, two weeks Mm -hmm. of focus time. uh, And we're just trying to be like, okay, where can I find two hours to get this really important task done? Or even like an hour, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'd be happy with with an hour of time to like work on something too. Right. The other lens and something that I've utilized um, in my classes before is that idea of, um, there's a TED talk that's called, how do you gain control of your free time? And it's looking at those hours in a day and um, prioritization, right? So when we say like, I don't have time to do that, she talks about in the TED talk, like switching that language to, this is not a priority for me. Because if something is a priority, you make the time for it no matter what's going on in your world. So that's that like hell yes or no kind of thing. And so what are those, those, you know, ultimate goals that you're trying to reach and how are you scheduling your time so that you can hit those goals? So I, I was telling Bri, we were dialoguing this and I thought that it fit really well into your strategies of, um, scheduling your big rocks. Right. Exactly. And that's, uh, what I do, you, I used to do it on Friday afternoons, and now I do it on Sundays. I call it like my Sunday jam session, Sunday review session. Uh, but Friday afternoons is another great time to schedule your following week. So I do it in the buckets of energy, work, and love. Like I talk about a lot. Like, what is my one goal for the week in energy? What is my one goal that week in uh, love, which is like family relationships, and then work? What's my one goal? And in this session, like really schedule when I'm going to do it. What chunk of time am I going to get that done? Like my, my one for love last week, we, we do quarterly dates with, with each kids like one-on-one. So all this, this, this quarter or this week was with Nash, uh, our youngest son. And so I scheduled Sunday afternoon to have my date with him. Like I, I did that a week prior. It was on the calendar. I knew it was coming. And that was my priority for if I got one thing done in the love bucket, mm-hmm. uh, that was it. And I do that with work. What's one big thing I want to accomplish? And then I schedule it. Um, and I, I kind of outline what's my you know most important next step in accomplishing a bigger goal. And that bigger goal trickles down into these weekly goals uh, that then I then schedule. Well, and I think your process is a little bit unique because I mean, I utilize the cards and I schedule, you know, my big things the night before, but I'm doing it one day at a time. And I don't know if that's just the way that my brain works, but I think what you do, what Bri does is he schedules his whole week out with the cards cards. and he'll actually write like, so it allows him to take something that's like a bigger goal and break it down into easier steps. And like, which days am I chipping away at something that might be like a little bit larger? And I think that that process is, is really powerful and something that I might need to adopt a little bit more. I feel like I'm like one day, one focus, you know, block at a time. Right. So the goal of this and kind of what we're talking about and maybe something to challenge yourself with, again, like that tracking it first, I think would challenge you to take the exercise of going through a day and literally writing down. Um, you can find templates online that actually have blocks of time that yep. you can jot and journal. What are you doing in those times? And then the second part is looking for distractions. What are those things that like, you're like, I don't even know why I'm doing this. It's not you know serving a greater purpose for me. And then eliminating those times, which allows you to kind of wiggle with some of that Mm -hmm. space and then looking for those consolidated time blocks of time that you can utilize throughout your day to really focus in on on your productivity and scheduling those pieces in. And then the next step would then be to schedule your, you know, optimum day, your, your masterpiece day, right? So using the cards, either do it, 
one single day or like Brian does looking at the full week and really scheduling in those things that you want to prioritize that are your priority. Yeah, exactly. And then once you compound these, you know, masterpiece days, as Jesse says, uh, into weeks, into months, and that's where you really see the power of compounding, you know, interest when it comes to time blocking and uh, goal achievement. And like I said, this is an indicator of stress, right? Like, so it's, or it's something that causes stress for us, a ton of stress for us. And so not only are you going to be more productive and you're going to feel like you're accomplishing things and you're not feeling that sense of overwhelm, but you're going to be able to schedule things in like self-care and well-being goals that are really, really important, those pillars that we know for wellness. Right. So it's going to be twofold, right? Mm-hmm. It helps with your productivity, but it also helps with your, your well-being. Yeah. That's all I got. So I hope you guys enjoyed. Until next week, please subscribe, share. Uh, If you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe, like, and uh, we will talk next week, guys. Take care. Have a good one. Hello, world. Wake me up to another good, good morning. Time to go. Oh, we are all.